0: Let's go, baby. We are live Monday, November 13th, 2023, MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Louis Adam Martin, joined by my co-host, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be recapping UFC 295 today, guys. (laughs) And who's this guy, Mr. Big Marcel? Um, we're We're looking forward to talking about this card. Marcel, what's going on, man? How was your weekend? I'm assuming it was good. It was a great card, right? So.
1: Yeah, my weekend was good, man. Uh, pretty busy, got to say, man. A little bit too busy, and if you ask me, but um, yeah, card was good. I think we're a lot. I, I, that wasn't a, a, a worse fight on the card, pretty much. You know, I pretty much enjoyed all fights. So. If that happens, that's rare, you know, you always have like one bad fight on the card. I think UFC 290 was kind of the same, but I think you had there, you had maybe one or two fights that were like really good, and over here you had like barely any bad fights. So it was a really good card, uh, enjoyed it. Kind of surprised by the lack of 30-year anniversary of the UFC yeah. put time in, you know, I think they should have done more, done more with that, but uh, yeah, the card was
0: good, so I mean, not much was. to complain, I guess. Get some comments, we got some guys in the chat already. Uh appreciate you guys joining us tonight as always. Monday evenings. Glenn, Glenn's always first. Eh? Like I would say, honestly, myself, like all the podcasts we've done, he's been in like most of the chats, especially the Monday ones. And then he's probably been the first comment most of the time. We appreciate you, brother. Knox, what's up, man? FG, what's up, man? Good evening to the good evening to the dynamic duo. Love it. Love it. Octond updates, another regular Pato, What's up, buddy? That 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 oh card was awesome. Joe, what's up, man? Another guy that's always here, Marcel, every Monday. Was UFC 9, uh, 295 a 10 or of 10? I, I would say it's close to it. Like, again, throw, I don't throw a 10s that often, right? Like, I would think uh, a 10 is like... Man, the, the, that's right.
1: the, prob- the problem with a 10 is that when when you see a f- card that's even better, you cannot give an 11, you know? So I always go 9.5 if I think it's a really good, so I go 9.5. Yeah,
0: like, the one thing I, one card i was thinking about that's like i would say most people would give like a 10 is that uh U, uh ufc 189 um connor versus mendez lawler versus mcdonald um you know there was a bunch of other finishes on the card that like to me that's kind of like one of those like because you had like multiple great fights same with you know it was a great card marcel ufc 139 in san jose yeah. uh dan henderson for, for shogun but the co-main event also one fight of the night that was wonder Silva kong lee that fight was amazing too so like those kind of cards, we have, like, multiple, like, fighting the at the top. Those, to me, are, like, kind of reserved for the 10 out of 10. Again, I'd have to, like, think back. There's probably some cards I'm missing, obviously. But, um, I mean, this card was great. Like, I would say at least a 9 out of 10, if not a 10 out of 10, right? Like, this is about as good as it gets. So, there's not much really to say bad about this card. I think you know, there, there was a few prelim fights that I didn't love, like, just a few. But most, mostly, it was a fucking amazing card. I mean, if you like MMA, even if you don't like MMA, it's so your first time watching, you would love this card. I should mention, Marcel... So I watch most of the cards just by myself now um, at home, you know. Um, I used to go, you know, go out to the bars uh, some back in the day and or I'd have people at my house like James Lynch, me, me and You lived in mm-hmm. Toronto, Marcel. You would have loved it too if you lived here. We had him, uh, myself, you know, a couple other friends, Marcel, Carlin Bardsley, a couple other guys, Brad Taschuk, We would like watch the fights together. It was awesome, you know. Like I miss watching with like really knowledgeable people, but at the same time, you know, that's that's what it is right now but uh i went to the bar where I saw had you know some drinks with my friends watched the fights bar was pretty busy um you know a lot of people watching the fights uh got one tweet on the screen <laughs> and uh, a couple of the guys that were you know with me I, i've known these guys my whole life but i haven't seen them like so it's like uh my friend sam he uh me and him used to train muay thai together Marcel. um he's actually still competing a little bit he's like i want to say he's like I think he's, like, 3-1. He's an uh, amateur kickboxer. So, like, you know, he's been doing it on and off for, like, 10 years. He's a good friend of mine. Um, he, he's, like, he'd come out, watch the fights. And I'm glad he did, you know, because, Marcel, like, even though I ended up spending the same amount as a pay-per-view, like, what it cost, I got some beer out of it and uh, had some wings, too, and got to watch with some friends. And, man, like, I went crazy uh, during those last couple of fights. You know, for me, Marcel, like, this was a great card. I only got one pick wrong with the whole card. M- Mackenzie Durd. Fuck it. The one fight that I thought I, I, I had... Like the most the one you
1: was most confident, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> Well, really, like, Robeski over Roberts in yeah. the end, ways. but if you ask me, like, I think on Monday I said, like, a vol the fights, this is the one, that's mm. the one I get fucking wrong. So, like, that that sucked, you know, but uh, I overall, that, I, mean, I got one wrong. I think you did pretty well, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, but the thing with me is, yeah. like, um I like to watch with friends, but for some reason, I don't want to be a cunt. I really like to be yeah. watching yeah. alone, yeah. you know, yeah. because... I, I don't get distracted, you know what no, I mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I like to watch alone mostly. But, but um, yeah, yeah. But uh, by the way, uh, uh, you got the main event right. So uh, we got.
0: What's, uh, what's, <laughs> yeah. what's up, brother? I got there. We go. I got double. I got basically both the main events right. Yeah. There was a great card for Marcel. So, I mean, very, very good card. I only got the one wrong, and then there were the one draw. Obviously, let's get some comments here, guys. Uh, can't wait to recap. Yeah, we're gonna get to sec. How much of a downgrade is this week's card? Uh, well, I mean, it's a fight night. I, I think the card this weekend is not bad, actually, but I mean, it's not you know, like this card. I thought how the end we did anti climatic. Okay, we'll talk about those fights. Uh, main cards, yeah, it was a great card. Antoine, what's up, brother? John, what's up, brother? Great card. Um, yeah, it was good. Let's get into it, guys. Um, part of the main event, Marcel Tom or uh, Alex Pereira knocks out Yuri Prohaska, second round knockout. Uh, Personally, Marcel, like I think the stoppage was like it was a slightly early uh, for sure, but like I don't think it would would have changed the outcome of the fight. If the guy was in full mount, like like he was gonna destroy him with elbows and punches. Like he basically was. And Yuri, I think, has admitted he was like basically out and he didn't have a problem really with the stoppage. If Yuri doesn't, then I don't. Um Yuri's also a warrior, so he wouldn't say anything. But like, yeah, I mean we know Mark Goddard, Marcel, he tends to stop fights earlier rather than later. Um, like the Colby Covington fight um with uh with Uspin. Although I, I want to say Marcel, did he was he the ref in the Frankie Edgar Korean zombie fight the next week? Was it him? I don't know. I gotta see I gotta see who the ref was for that fight. But anyways, let's get back to this one. Um yeah, the, I mean the, it was
1: the, this guy like, right here really gonna ask me a question about the card, the last card I didn't see live.
0: <laughs> yo, 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 yo it was it was Goddard. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he was he was the ref on that card. Right. Um but anyways, it also about correctly in the chat too. with up, brother? Yeah, I mean, Pereira is uh, – he's hes incredible. And you know what, Marcel? He's also, like, very undervalued. Again, you know, basically only a small favorite in this fight. Um, basically a pick. I think it actually closed at minus 110. If you look at his record in UFC, like, he beat Yawn, I believe – I think he was the underdog in that fight. He was the underdog to Izzy. Um, I think he was the underdog to Strickland. Um, really, he was only favored over uh, Michalides and, and Silva, I believe. So, you know what's funny, Marcel? In a way, <laughs> the Andreas Michelaitis guy actually <laughs> – if you think about it he he actually put um Pereira at some worse spots than like the all these other guys ever is he crazy right no. um but anyways yeah i mean he's he's a cra- incredible like i think if you talk about like best combat sports athletes of all time like it's it's hard not to have Alex Pereira that in that Mount Rushmore he's not he's seven fights into his UFC career he has two titles in two different weight classes he has wins over former or current champions Adesanya Prohaska, Blahovitz, and of course Strickland. Uh, the win over Bruno Silva, I think Bruno was top 15 at the time. That's a good win, too. And then, you know, the debut with that crazy flying knee. It's really incredible what he's done in two years. You know, and he keeps fighting in New York and kills it in New York. Three, three knockout wins in his three New York New York fights. I'm a huge Pereira fan, Marcel. You know I love this guy. Um, I love uh, him and Glover, like that, that that tag team. It's like you almost have like if you combined them, you'd have like the best striker ever at 205, probably. And the best, like, submission guy ever at 205. Now, of course, John Jones is the best overall like heavy Marcel. But if you combined Glover and Pereira, you'd have, like, a mythical beast. Even <laughs> as a standsman, man. The guy's incredible. Marcel, give me your thoughts on this fight, main event.
1: I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, first round, uh, Pereira hit him with hard leg kicks, man, dude. Uh, Prostka kept coming forward. Certain moment, uh moment, I think he took him down. But Pereira got up late in the round, I guess. Um Prohaska got the first round, in my opinion. Second round, I think Prohaska got a little bit wild, you know, and he uh, was launching forward to Pereira, um, was putting pressure on Pereira, but uh, Pereira waited and he got the perfect shot, knocked him down, um, went after him. Uh, or, or, uh, Prohaska tried to take him down, and Pereira uh, put put elbows on his head, um, went backwards, Prohaska, and he came in full mount, and go came in and. Yeah, you know, I the thing is, like, do I think that Yuri would have won? No, I don't think he would come back, you know. But Carlos should have let it go two, three seconds more. For the simple reason, in my opinion, you see a lot of people talking about it, you know, that, that it was too early of a stoppage. And it pretty, pretty much takes the shine away from Pereira's win, in my opinion, you know. So he should have let it go a little bit more. Uh, I mean, good good performance by Pereira, man. What else can you say? You know, I think he's... uh He's good, and for some reason, in the back of my mind, I say I'm still not super convinced that he is the best two o five er in the in in the world. You know, and that's because I still feel like he hasn't been really tested on the ground or wherever he he fought. I think he fought mostly strikers in 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 the UFC. You know, uh, Jan tried to take him to the ground. He got him there first round, then got exhausted and couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, he fought Yuri. Yuri is also more of a guy who loves to stand up. He tried to he, he took him down first round, but still, I mean, he doesn't have that control that a lot of people have on the ground. And the thing is like. I think listen, man, Pereira, if you match him up with Jamal Hill, I think Jamal Hill, for example, he's more all around. So I, I I want to see that fight. You know, can can he win against Jamal Hill if Jamal Hill uh, has that s- same game plan where, where he can take it to the ground? I don't know, man. We'll yeah. see. And uh, for example, uh Ankaliyev fight against Pereira. I think if Pereira cannot hit him, for example, and can take him on the to the ground, I think he's in big trouble. So for me, it's like he's good, you know, but we also gotta see like he got the opportunities continually at the right time you know what i mean so good for him he won the fights he deserved in my opinion the the, the title because he beat Jeary, clearly but he was there at the right time the whole damn time so i mean there's also something to say about that but hey good for him uh like i said i didn't like the stoppage but i don't think it would have made any difference but uh yeah it just i mean what what do you want to talk about a great win or, like, he should have stopped it a little bit later, you know? I think a lot of people, you I think you see also on, on social media, and also fighters, a lot of fighters say also, like, this should have been going a little bit longer, and then people saying, Yuri said he was okay. Yeah, Yuri's not going to say anything. He's like, he's like, how do you say that? Uh, a real, um, uh, uh, he's, like you say, a warrior, you know? He's not going to say anything bad, you know? So, but, um, yeah, good win for Pereira, all credits to him, and, um, yeah, I want to see what's next. I think it should be Jamal Hill. Uh, I don't need to see the Adesanya third fight to be really honest, but uh, maybe down, maybe uh, down. How do you say that later? You know, oh. but right, not not right now. You know, I think I think Jamal Hill. He said to uh, to us, he's done or he's ready, in the, fir- in the second quarter of 2024. I mean, makes a lot of sense. You know, the first three events for the pay-per-views have been booked since yeah since last week. So. The fourth pay per view event is like 300 or 301. You can put it in the co main event or either a main event. I, I don't care, man. People are so like 300 should be Connor. I don't give a shit. You know, I mean, if you do with Jamal against Pereira, I would be cool with that as well. You know, so we'll mm-hmm. see.
0: Well, Leon's asking for the winner of uh,
1: Strictly Oh, l- l- <laughs> let me talk about that thing as well for a second, man, Adam. I got really annoyed by all these, yeah. all these fighters now want to be double champion, in my opinion, and that's just my opinion. I put a lot more. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, ba- baggage, yeah, into
0: being, In like a, yeah, a,
1: yeah, for a Volkanovsky, for example, you know, GSP. who then goes to a lightweight title after like three or yeah. four defenses. Then, oh, after one fight, I want to, dude, yeah. it's so annoying, you know, yeah. and it, it clubs up divisions as well. Yeah. And, and for me, it's like, it doesn't, by the way, the champ champ status doesn't hold the same, uh, baggage anymore for me than it had, like, a couple of years ago, you know? And it didn't happen with Conor already, you know? Listen, with Cormier, Cormier defended both belts. No problem with that, you know? Um, Cejudo defended both belts. No problem with that. Nunes defended both belts. No problem with that. Connor never defended the fucking belt, you know? But, for example, why do we need to do this continually? And definitely when there are actual legit contenders in the division... If Leon wins against Colby, he can fight Shavkat. He can fight Bilal. I don't care. People were saying Gary. Gary is not there yet, in my opinion. But if Shavkat wins against Thompson, either Bilal or Shavkat would be would be well, you know, in my opinion. But yeah, all these guys want to have double champion status. I I I don't put too many stock in it. If you have only one defense or even non-defense, and you go for a double champion, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: no, for sure. Let me just get some of the comments, guys. Uh, obviously, hmm. we just you know talked about that main event a lot. Um, let's see, how long can they keep Pereira away from grapplers? Well, the thing is at 205 it's not like I don't think like the top guys are really necessary grapplers. Like they're guys that can grapple, like an mm-hmm. Ankalayev, can grapple, obviously. Krilov. actually, actually, now I'm looking at it, it's like who's the best grappler? Probably Krilov. Is that is that is that fair to say? I mean I
1: think Ankalaev is better than Krilov. Or
0: yeah. yeah, sure. But I'm just, you know, yeah, because he beat him too, you know. But truthfully, like it's mostly strikers in 205. Look at 205. It's actually kind of crazy we look at it. Like yeah. compared to some other weight classes, all wrestlers and stuff. Like this is all strikers. So that's some other comments. I think he's in his prime. I think so too. He's prayer is just uh, unbelievable. I love this uh face he has, like that, that's <laughs> whatever uh the Eagle Easter Island. Yeah. Fight Talk, what's up, brother? Thanks again for the cha- uh the uh, artwork as always, my friend. Welcome to the chat. Has God ever admitted to making a mistake? Is he is bigger than his talent for me? I, I mean, I don't think so. He's always on Twitter too. He does. He does like the the schools. He's training the guys. Like, I think he's definitely a good ref. There's no doubt about it, Marcel. He's a good ref, but you know, like, I think he has stopped some important fights. Like, I I was at Usman Covington. That fight should not have been stopped, guys. That should have went on a little longer. Personally,
1: he's, for me, he is. Listen, man. I, normally, I think he's good, but he's a little bit too loud. Too loud to me. You know, yeah. he's like, I'm like, dude, you're not talking to a three year old who who doesn't listen. You know what I mean? So. um... Uh, Before, For example, the Almeida Lewis fight, I I know it sucked to watch, you know, but he was acting like he was bored, annoyed. You know, I was like, dude, come on, uh, do a little bit less like that. That's why I'm more of a, I like Jason Herzog, Mike Beltran. I like these guys more than I like Mark Goddard. I have nothing against Goddard. I think he's a good official, but the style of refereeing, I like. Herzog better. I uh, like Beltran better. god it's a little bit too loud for me. You know what I mean? And a little bit too how do you say that? He you Come know on, he's work. On, yeah, you, <laughs> you know he's reffing. I don't want to know if I see a fight. And after the fight, yeah. I don't know who the fuck the ref was. That's good. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's when like, it's like in, the... uh,
0: in other sports where you don't know the ref's name. That's a good thing. Exactly.
1: But for example, in soccer, you always know the ref's name yeah. because they suck. But <laughs> um, for example, when you watch an MMA fight, you always know when Goddard is the ref. You know what I mean? So, yeah, for yeah, sure.
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm just reading it actually. Like I, I Googled it. He says, uh, <laughs> He thought he stopped we Usman didn't fight correctly. He says he stopped it to a T. I mean, I don't know about that, you know. Like, I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. anyways, uh, let's get to some other comments. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, other people are talking about. daughter. Stop, Blake, you, you didn't miss much. We just talked about the but... main All right, let's go to the co-main, Marcel. Um, <laughs> Tom Aspinall knocks out Sergey Pavlovich yeah. first round. I mean, I, who'd you pick again? I, I can't remember.
1: I, I picked Pavlovich KO first round.
0: Fair enough. Like, I, I figured it would end quick, anyways. I, I asked for, I liked him in this fight in the speed, right? Again, Marcel, he's so fast, you know. Pavlovich, like, he's a beast, don't get me wrong. It's just, uh, I think he's a little bit slow, you know. I I think so. You can take advantage of that against most kind of heavyweight, it doesn't matter because he has so much power. But against a guy like Aspinall, who's like just world class, I think Aspinall, like, has the best chance to beat Jones. I, I think I thought that for a while. He's good everywhere, right? He's well. Like, he can fight you on the ground, too. He's a, he's a black belt jiu-jitsu, I believe, and, and, you know, dangerous on the ground. And, of course, he's got crazy power. Like, think about Since he's come back from the injury, he had back-to-back first round, first minute in quotes, basically, over temporary and, and Like, these fights aren't lasting more than a minute, really. And then, even before that, you know, like, Volkov, Sp- Spivak, Arlovski, Bado, Kali, like, all these guys. The first couple guys, we you know, are, are not good, but, the, like, all these guys are, like, either, like, you know, top 15 or, like, former champions. So, he's a fucking monster. Six, six, uh seven finishes in the UFC in the first or second round Arlovsky's the guy who lasted longest with him Marcel by the way (laughs) but uh everyone's talking about Pavlovich's streak of the knockouts but what about Tom Aspinall I mean it's pretty impressive so I think he's super legit I thought that you know before the fight I think that now I I I think he would be the guy who gives Jones the best run for his money I really do what do you think man
1: yeah I mean what can you say about Aspinall man the guy blow his back out you know (laughs) comes to the fight and uh, he got tagged, you know, early in the fight. But he, he's, you see, his, he has he has an IQ as a fighter, mm-hmm. you know. He has a good mm-hmm. IQ. He got tagged. He, he kept his distance at that moment, you know. And then out of nowhere, he tagged uh, Pavlovich and he ended the fight. I mean, two weeks notice, barely any training. Comes there, knocks him out. I mean, mm-hmm. and also Tom, great dude, you know. Very nice, sure. very nice guy. Uh, very humble, very respectful. I, I really like that, you know. And um yeah, I mean, what, what can you say about it? I, I'm kind of annoyed by the UFC that they kept Jones as champion, to be really honest, you know, because in my opinion, I know they would still wanted to do Jones-Miosi's, but let's be really honest, who wants to see that, man? I wanted to see that five years ago. I don't give a shit about that fight, to be honest, right now, you know. It's just to please Jones, in my opinion, you know. They want to have, like, they want to see Jones fight Stipe because Stipe is, in the UFC, the best heavyweight ever, if you go to resume, you know. And that's why they see Jones, if he can be. Also, beat the heavyweight goat in the UFC. So, let's see if the like the light heavyweight goat can beat the heavyweight goat. So, it doesn't do anything for me, you know. And also, Jones says like he can come back in July, so that would maybe say International Fight Week, right? And then, what do we do with Aspinall? Is he going to oh. defend the interim title? I'd say let him defend the interim title against Tipei, but. Stipe is not going to fight Aspinall. Why would he? Because he's been he's been promised a title shot against Jones. He can't wait, you know. So maybe Aspinall against Gaan would be a possibility if Aspinall wants to fight and not wants to wait, you know. And it would be a great fight, for example, for pay-per-view in England uh, in March or in April, probably in April or in May. With, I, I don't give a shit, but uh, some, somewhere. Because if Aspinall doesn't take another fight, he probably has to wait till August, September, because I still think if the, in the July the fight between Jones and Steepit takes place, I think both guys retire. So, this this title, yeah. this interim title, will be the real heavyweight title, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But he has to wait like m- almost a year before yeah. he actually gets instated as the heavyweight champion, yeah. which sucks. You know, yep. the UFC should have done the same what they did with Prohaska and Hill. You know, everybody says they vacated. No, the UFC said, can you vacate it and you get the title shot when you come back? So that's pretty much what they did, you know? Yep, and they should have yep. done the same with Jones, but they didn't want to do the same thing with Jones because they don't want it to break up the Jones-Miosi tribe, which completely sucks. Legacy fights are fun, but not when the division is blooming while you got young contenders in the division who want to fight, you know, for the actual title. So for me, Aspinall, in my opinion, is the champion, you know? Jones, I know, is officially the champion, but if he only wants to take that Miosi fight, you know, then I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? And I'm a big Jones fan. I'm a huge Jones fan. I've been a fan from Jones since I saw him the first time fighting. You know? So, yep. but, I'm just honest here, you know?
0: <clears throat> Completely agreed. Uh, yeah, I mean, the situation sucks. Like, no one wanted John to get hurt then, like, you know, two weeks before so. the fight. It sucks. At the same time, I, I don't really care about that fight right now. You know? Like, I'd rather Aspinall start defending the belt like you said. he <laughs> pro- I think he will make one title defense. I think he should fight gone next. I think think so because there's a, like, it's a real sellable fight, right? England versus France. They could do that as a main event on uh, England pay-per-view card. They could easily do that. They could do it in Auburn. They could do it in the States. Um, They could do it in France. It's it's a big fight anywhere it goes. So I think that's the fight to make because Jones is going to be out for a year. Like, so I don't think Thompson would just want, I mean, he might sit around for a year. I don't think so though. He just missed a year with that injury. I think he's going to want to keep fighting. So, you know, UFC is going to pay him more money. He's going to take a fight in between, I think, he, him and God makes sense based on the you know the history, of the rivalry between those two guys. Um, and then it's, it's I, a
1: big fight in Europe yeah, as well, you know, it's
0: huge, fucking huge. I mean, you can't think of a bigger fight in Europe right now, right? Yeah. So that's the fight to make. And then, you know, with Pavlovich, I mean, like, maybe he could fight Almeida. I'm not sure. Like, I know Jaylton's actually calling for the title fight, but I don't think after his last fight, he would get it. I don't think so. No, 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 no. there's no way. And I, 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 and I think. I think- Mm-hmm.
1: J- Jilton should fight either Pavlovich or Blades you know
0: yeah. yeah no I agree I think Gone and, and, and Askel is a phenomenal fight like I mean that's sure. a, it's a great fight like obviously Jones and Askel that's the fight to make the, I, I don't think people I could be wrong but I don't think people care about the CJ fight I, I just think not has been I up don't. for too long he's been for that's too a, long he's, he's too old I, now and we we
1: both we both love Stevie, you know. He course, he's, he's done a great things for the for the sport. He's such a Best cool heavy guy as well. Man. Best yeah, heavy one ever. Yep. yeah, and UFC definitely, oh, you know, uh, great guy, you know. Yeah. And I, I, we we both. That's what I meant yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
0: Fedor, right?
1: So. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still a big, a huge yeah. Fedor fan, but um, you know, it's it's like. Listen, if there are no contenders in that division, you know, I have no problem with it. But right now you have legit contenders, you know, you got a guy in Tom Aspinall who can go really far, you know, he's a really good fighter. He's complete. And for people saying, like, why the the fuck you didn't pick him then? Mm -hmm. Two weeks notice, blew out his back, you know. I mean, I didn't know about blowing out his back, but I knew it was two weeks notice, and he barely had any training, so that's why I picked Pavlovich. Mm -hmm. But hey, even with that, he knocked him out the first round, and even he said this uh, octagon time uh, percentage sharper because Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was quicker than it's ever. I know it's even
0: shorter than the average fight. I think is the like the shortest average fight time in UFC history. Yeah. So, yeah, Asmold's a monster. Uh, This question is interesting. Um, I think they do have to, like, technically offer them fights, but, like, I think they could offer them fights that basically, like, no one will take. You know what I mean? So, like, that will just be, like, Dana saying, oh, we've offered you a fight. Like, Nate Diaz, remember they would, they would offer him, like, short notice fights, and they'd be like, oh, well, we offered him a fight. Now we, you know, we did three a year. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I think yeah. they could do that, too. That gets kind of weird. Oh, uh, Steve hasn't fought forever. So, by yeah. the time he fights Jones, he'll be like, three and a half years. I mean, I just don't... I mean, really, like, I, I still... I know Dana said... Well, it would be disrespectful to Stipe, for Bay to fight for an interim belt. The more I think about it, like, really, he should have yeah. been the guy that got asked <laughs> when you think about it. He was already uh, trained for this card. He put a whole campaign.
1: <laughs> you know, Adam, they can still do the fight, but why does it have to be a title fight? Because they can make it, could it be bigger? a legacy fight. Yeah. It could
0: be, like, a legacy belt or something. I know. I agree completely. Like, listen, Jones is the best ever. He... Oh, even J. won't it's change great. it anyway. He will beat him. I'm just saying it, won't, it wouldn't change anything. You know, we, I would always think he's the best guy ever. I don't. they keep saying we need to see this fight. We need to see like the best light heavyweight versus the best heavyweight. It's like <laughs> they're on their prime though. That's the problem. They're, if they were know, on yes, but they're not. Good.
1: You know what? Fucking fight we should have seen GSP against Anderson Silva. They gave, never That's gave us that. Man.
0: I don't. You know what? The more you look back at it, it's incredible they weren't able to make that fight, especially because like I was in Montreal when when GSP fought Carlos Condit. Anderson yeah. Silva was in the crowd. That was supposed to be the next fight. Then they were like, "Oh, he's going to fight Nick Diaz, who was coming off a loss to Condit, because it was, you know, wolf tickets, and more money." <laughs> like obviously, I'm, you know, at that time, but GSP didn't want to move up to middleweight; like, he wanted to. And then, obviously, the next fight after that, he beat Hendrickson. I think retired, right? So, yeah, he, and
1: he came back to when Bisping was champion. Very yeah, smart. Yeah, has
0: been smart with his career. I mean, I don't, I, he's fought once in the last ten years, and he's probably the richest MMA fighter ever. But, but it's it is amazing. You literally had the best fighters of all time in their weight classes. In their primes they and that everyone wanted to see that fight i at that point marcel I mean, yeah looking back gsp probably would have won but like i don't know if he would have won at that time like anderson was fucking everyone up and knocked him out. Yeah, yeah it's too bad we didn't see that fight anderson's still prime in his prime was amazing Box. i mean he like again now he's you know through the, the boxing stuff but man as a uh middleweight ufc fighting amazing who Deserves it, a title shot more than it Gone, probably. I mean, jailed Like, really, like, there's a few guys like um, that could, you'd say, deserve it. But again, it's because of the legacy, right? Who would you pick if Aspen fights John? Uh, I would, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm about to say Aspen, but again, like, I don't want to, like, you know, the recency, but I need to think about it. You know, I really mm-hmm. don't know, guys. Go ahead.
1: You know what it is, Knox. It's not going to happen,
0: so I don't have to think about yeah, it. It won't <laughs> happen. I feel like people aren't getting Steep a chance against John, and that's why some people don't like it. Yeah, I don't that too, uh, Antoine, but it's just because of the layoff and because really there's the, the sports kind of I don't want to say the sports passed him by, like, but the division's passed him by. There's other guys in the division that are more deserving, that are more like in their primes, like, like a gone, like, gone and and uh, gone and um, Astral. I think it's just such a an interesting fight, personally. You know, I think it, I think the fight makes just the total amount of sense, but. We'll see what they do. Because like again, Marcel, like you said, it, it would be a really big fight in uh in Europe. And and Gone is coming off that great win over S- Sergey. His only losses to Jones and to Nogano. I'm pretty sure he'll get the next title shot. I think that's what be. We should move on to the next fight that we've spent a lot of time in these two fights. <laughs> yes, that, that was rebooked asked uh on Uncle Ivan Walker. First that main event 2020, well, 2024.
1: Oh my god. Is How a, do you see th- Aslan? Is a third it's a brother, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that that question must be Joe Panto, Mackenzie Dern. Like I said, guys, I got every fight right except for the draw, I guess. And like, who's gonna take a draw? But this fight, feeling way I got wrong on the whole card, I was like, okay, this has been a great night. Let's, let's 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 just get her down to the ground. Let's submit her and make this an easy night at the office. I mean, <laughs> talk about fucking someone up. I mean, just gonna draw it's just fucked up. Mackenzie Dern, everywhere this fight went. Four knockdowns in this fight by Jessica Andrade. She looked like prime Jessica Andrade. Dern looked like she just started boxing for the first time. Like, what the hell was this? I got to be honest with you. I was very concerned once I looked at, you know, when she was doing, like, the they put the Vaseline in that like uh, Harley Davidson checkpoint. And I'm looking around like, hey, where's Jason Perlow? And I'm looking because I didn't know he wasn't with her anymore. I didn't know. I should have obviously known that. I didn't know that. And then it's just her dad. And I know he's a jiu-jitsu guy and he's your father, right? But, like, I'm like, where's Jason Perlo? What's going on here? She had fired him. I don't know what happened there. Probably bad decisions. Like, you know, Mackenzie, during her last fight, dropped Angel Hill. She, she was showing better, improved striking, 126 significant striking land. I know a lot on the ground, but a lot on the feet, too. And gets rid of her, of her boxing coach after the best performance of her career. I don't get it. Why would you make any changes to your camp, really? Like, it doesn't really make sense. I don't know what happened. Um, I know she's dealing with a lot with the divorce thing. I get that, but, like, it's kind of bizarre that she would get rid of it. Like, I don't know what the whole story is. I got to read into it, I guess. I don't know if you know more uh, about it, but, yeah.
1: Women never make sense. So, I mean, let's be honest.
0: Um, I don't get
1: it. <laughs> need to do I. Um, that. That fight, you know, is like, was Andrade that great or was Dern that bad, you know? I mean, Dern tried to take her down in the beginning, but she didn't really get, could hold her down. And it actually was done after the first round when she got knocked down at the end of the, at the end of the round because she never pretty much recovered. She got knocked down three more times in the second round. And so sort of the moment got stopped. Maybe she could have got stopped even earlier, I think, you know. Um,
0: yeah. Oh, I think but, so. man,
1: but man, for me, like Dern, this was like her third chance to get in the top echelon of the division, and the third time she shit the bet, you know? She shit the bet against Marina Rodriguez, she shit the bet against Jan Shonan, and she shit the bet again, even worse this time. first time she gets stopped in an MMA fight. Um, yep. I really feel like that we don't see going to see Mackenzie Durham fight for a title in the future, man. I, I really don't see it happening, to be really honest, because she keeps making, listen man, I'm, I'm not a coach, but she keeps making the same mistakes, you know, with, with her boxing. Her takedowns are still like, she struggles with getting people to the ground. When she gets them to the ground, it's normally, it's good, you know, but she struggles with that a lot. And Andras looked good, man. I'm actually very happy for Andras. You know, I like Dern a lot, but I'm happy for Jessica. You know, she she came from three horrible losses. You know, three stoppage losses against uh, Blanchfield, Jan, and against Suárez, and now she finally gets a win. She was for her fifth fight this year. Now she got a win, and it's a good win, man. It pretty much reestablished her in the division. I feel like, um, yeah, I'm happy for Jessica, but uh, I didn't expect this to happen.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I I didn't see this coming. You know, looking back at it, obviously, like, during, during actual wrestling is not great. And Andrade, had she, if she did keep the fight standing theoretically, would have been the better striker, right? Even regardless of the coaching change. So, like, yeah, I mean, obviously, I wrote Jessica off a little too soon, clearly, after the, the three straight losses. Because if you look back at it, she lost to three top five fighters. So... Yeah, I mean, she looked great. There's nothing else to say. I mean, Jessica, I got, I've talked about it. Like, I'm, she, to me, is a Hall of Famer. I think she'll be in the Hall of Fame one day. Like, if you look at her body of work and, and the opponents she's fought and the bonuses she's won and the knockouts she's had and the submissions and the title like, run, I mean, she's been incredible. So, fucking weird year for her, too, also getting divorced, you know, winning her first fight, losing three straight by finish, and then winning her last fight. Um, you got to be happy for Jessica, though, So Like, she's such a, a great, great fighter, yeah, great – uh, sure. Just a great representative of the sport, and 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 really like, yeah, this sucked. That this was the only thing I got wrong, but like, when you know, Jessica, she, if anyone, I, I should have given a little bit more credit to coming this fight. So really, again, that's it was my it was my fault not to. Think about the fight a little bit more, I guess, because I, I really just looked at it. I thought it'd be a very one-sided fight for Dirt. I thought you would get the fight to the ground and, and submit her easily. person. I think
1: I think a lot of people were thinking yeah. that we were not the only ones. So fair uh, enough. Yeah, just a very bad read from both of us. I mean, oh, it happens. Sure. You know, it, it happens. Read. Yeah. yeah, but you, but you can uh, show people your co-main a main event. I I I'd hey. pick all three wrong.
0: So ah! <laughs> <laughs> for sure, no. I like I said, I, I was glad to get those right. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, during, during divorce and Wesley, well, I mean, people like I'm going through it too. I mean, not divorce, but separation, and you know, you grow apart, and you know, things happen. People change, right? That's really what it comes down to. People change. It's not like they were together forever. I think I want to say they were together for like you know five, six years. They do have a daughter together, right? So do I with my ex, and that's that's the difficult. I think that's the difficult part, you know, really. Marcel, so when you have kids, it's not really yeah, leaving, because like, yeah, adults. you
1: you never get rid of. The, 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 how do you say that? The, the other, the other part, you know, because yeah. you're always connected with with the kids, you
0: know? Yep, exactly. All right, let's get to the next fight here. <clears> then, <throat> while knocks up Matt Brevelock head kick first round, I mean, what we'll else to say? Guy's a fucking beast, five and one now, five and zero oh, lightweight. You know, it's crazy, right? Because again, his debut gets fucking yeah. destroyed by DeSantos, and like that, that's who's the ref for that fight? Vashislav yeah, that's left and I think he used to fight in MMA. Um, yeah
1: he fought gilbert
0: <laughs> that's right that's right that's right you told me that um i i think he was basically banished from the ufc you know dana if he's really pissed he will make sure you never work for him again um what was and not for him but you know the ufc card because he does have he has more pull than he says the other guy was leon roberts the fight with yawn and aldo and it was really late stoppage remember that and dana was like this guy's not refing for me again he never did so the guys on fight island Dana has a lot of control over those guys. I should like, clarify that. Anyway, sandy Denis, five straight wins by stoppage. You, okay, well, I'll be honest. So I think he's incredible. I really do. I think that this guy should get fast-tracked into the top five. I'm not even joking. I think he should. I think he could beat guys. I think he beats a lot of the guys at the bottom end in the top 15, and I look at the weight class. You guys want to who
1: who you beat him up? Who you match him up with? No.
0: I want to see him fight Poirier. That's the fight I want to see.
1: Okay, I match him up with
0: I Look at that. So we're saying the number three and six guy. I mean, you know what? Maybe three is high up. But here's the thing with Poirier. I was thinking, my my friends were talking about this uh, the other day at the bar. Like, Poirier doesn't have a natural dance partner right now. He's the one guy that's kind of like, doesn't have a guy that he should be fighting. I was looking at other weight classes for him. Maybe you could move up to 170. He's talked about it. Maybe he could fight Covington if he loses, because I know they have bad beef, but there's not really a clear fight for him unless they do back like Nate Diaz. So I'm thinking, why the fuck not? And I understand that this guy (laughs) just got in the rankings, but I think they have something special here. Dana White's kind of said that too, So I don't know if you saw his his press comments. Like, he just said, like, this guy's a badass. Like, he's fucking good. He's huge for them in France. I think Dana said he wants him to headline a card in France. So I'm just saying, I think Poirier, because he doesn't have a dance partner, they won't do that fight, to be honest. But... Why not do Gamrot in him? Why not do that fight and do that as a main event in France? Yeah, I like it fight.
1: a lot, actually. You like
0: it, right? Yeah, me too. Yeah. And the thing is, with Gamrot, right? Like we all love him, but the physio fight—he was—he actually lost the first round, I believe, on the scorecards, and then he won by injury, right? So mm-hmm. I don't think you get a title shot off that, personally. Mm-hmm. You know, and I understand—you know—he was the backup for that last fight; he didn't end up fighting, but I just don't think that gives you a title shot. That fight yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I all
1: It was also the backup because Justin Gaethje couldn't make the weight on yeah. short notice for for that card. Yeah. I, I also,
0: Rafael dos Anjos should not be the top fifteen. Anymore. He's yeah. not fighting
1: at lightweight anymore. Yeah.
0: Why is he not? In- he should be taken out. Yeah. Anyways, um, and then you know what? Yeah,
1: I, I, w- I want to see Benoit Saint Denis against Gamrot, and I think if Armand gets to win against Darius, I want to see Armand against Poirier.
0: You know that makes sense. Well, they're both training att, so right, don't they? Or does Armin train there anymore? Or no, I can't, remember. yeah, he
1: does. But Armin, uh, I mean, I, I think uh, Ethan Moicano and Dawson said they want to fight Armin, so oh, they
0: did they, they want to fight yeah. him, okay? So he's kind of like the, the, the black sheep there a little bit, <laughs> it makes sense. I, but yeah, Gamma, it's the fight right Right now, I think, because mm-hmm. again, I, I think Pori is good. They they might do like a Jalen Turner too, they could do something like that, or, or even like uh, a Bobby or uh, yeah, Bobby Green, McCain, or someone like that. They could do those fights, but. I think Benoit's shown that he is like upper echelon at this point. And I understand like the guys he fought are not top five guys, but he hasn't fought them yet. So we don't know how good or bad he really is. Um all I know is this guy is only twenty seven. Um he's, yeah, he's young years. dude. Yeah, he's, he, he's he looks old. he looks older actually. He, old, he looks old. older than, than, than me and you, to be honest with yeah. you. He was a guy that was in the what, it was a French sniper or something. Like he's he's a hard dude, right? Like he's uh he's tough, you know, so mm-hmm. we knew he'd be tough. Um he's only been doing, like, jiu-jitsu and wrestling for, like, just a few years. Like, he's new to MMA. This guy's, like... He's, like... Him and gone. really, it's crazy, both of them in France. Like, they both, like, you know, is really um, take taking to the sport quickly. And that's the crazy thing about the sport. It's like, back in the day, Marcel, you'd have to, like, train for your whole life in different disciplines to be good, right? Um, and now it's, like, these guys are all so well-rounded. This yes. guy is crazy striking, a crazy ground game. Marcel, I think he's super fucking legit, man. I really Ooh. do. It's,
1: it's so weird that... His second fight, I think, a second profile, You should look it up. I think he fought in Belgium for yeah. the down MMA title, and I was okay. there. I didn't even, I didn't know oh, really, him, you know, I was there. Yeah, so oh I saw him win that fight.
0: <laughs> he might it. be a future champ, man. I think he yeah. honestly could be. I really do. I see it right now in in uh, Ant- Antwerp, right? Yeah, dude, he he's only been fighting since 2019. Like he's he's very new to the sport. You know, I think he beats most of the guys in the top top fifteen, like in that top uh, you know five to fifteen range. The top five guys are all so fucking good. Even the top ten guys are again looking at right now. But all those guys in the top in the ten to fifteen range, I think he beats them all right now personally.
1: I mean, if you are in the top fifteen in the UFC lightweight division, you 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 can fight. You know what yeah. I mean? So, oh
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a fucking meat grinder. Yeah. Again, they could always do him against Drew Dober as a headliner of a, a France fight night easily. I just think he's past those guys. I just think he's like really good, but we'll, we'll see. Five fights, twenty months. All finishes. Probably in less than fifteen. So, <laughs> Dave loves him. Dave, Yeah, I mean, he needs to new contract if he doesn't have one already. Uh, BSD's best French friend, main fighter. Ah, uh, I still think it's gone, but I mean, he's, he's the second best. Yeah, Thierot is good, but still not hundred percent sold on, on on Manon. I, I want to see more of him too. All right, that's it for that fight. Uh, and then opening up the main card, we had Diego Lopez pulling off a huge knockout win here over Pat Sabatini um i picked lopez i want to say you picked him too right he was our dog yeah. last week last week he was our yeah. dog this fight was not close um i thought the fight would go like i thought i didn't know if it end this quick but i figured he would you know eventually win the fight i had the decision um, yeah 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 i thought it'd be more of a grappling fight of course it, yeah. it turns out to be a stand-up fight <sighs> wow i mean what else to say this guy again you know three three fights the ufc this year since may three bonuses two wins uh again a guy the ufc probably sees money signs in their eyes from and he's gonna you know keep pushing him up uh ladder. and again he's he's actually a, you know he's, his next fight will be his 30th pro fight so he's very experienced but he's obviously hitting his prime he's only 28 he's turning 29 next month he's a fucking beast um who should he fight i think obviously a top 15 guy right 100 right
1: man diego is such a great story you know um mm-hmm. He, he, he fought on short notice on the Contender Series. You know, he fought Joe Anderson Brito. He, he replaced Ashkabov back then. Um, lost by, te- by technical decision. Was it like an eye poke him. or something,
0: I want to say? Yeah, yeah. technical
1: decision. Yeah. Uh, but he, lo- he lost the fight, yeah. you know. Then he goes to Fury, fights for the title, gets robbed, in my opinion, in, in that fight, you know. So now he's on a two-fight losing skit. I think he, he wins two fights, and he gets a call from... Uh, to to uh, how do you say that to to uh, to to fight Avlouev, you yeah. know, and For, he was stay he was staying at his manager's house, I think, in in the U.S. because he lives he lives in Mexico. He's training with the uh, with Grasso and uh, and Alessandro Costa and Cudo Grud- Godinez is also now in the team. Yeah. So um, he gets that fight. Do it first round great against Avlouev becomes an instant fan favorite, you know. After that fight, wins against Gavin Tucker in the first round. His star rises even more, and now he gets that knockout win over Pat Sabatini, which is amazing. I think, I think, many people don't know how actually how underrated Pat Sabatini is, you know, because you Pat Sabatini is really good. Yeah, he only lost to in the UFC to Damon Jackson, he won all of his others, right? So, uh, in the UFC, then I said, um. They six yeah, and
0: two though. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, great win, you know, great win for sure. Lopez. And uh, yeah. uh, he showed he has hands normally, he's really like a, a, a yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter, you know, but he yeah. showed he has hands and uh, good for him, man. Yeah. Also, super nice guy. Uh, I've, I've talked to him before as well. Uh, he doesn't really, I, I, I text him sometimes, you know, and he texts back in English so he understands what I'm saying, but um. Uh, yeah, really nice guy, man. And uh, I hope he does well. And uh, I think top 15, yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. um, 100%. It's, it's, uh, 1, 145, you, you can match him up with so many guys, even just outside the top 15. There are so many fun fights for him to make, oh. you know? So, yeah.
0: It's ridiculous. Like I'm just looking at the top 15. I mean, him and Bryce Mitchell would be fun, wouldn't it? I think that fight would be great.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like it.
0: Even, like, honestly, even, like, a Barboza would be fun. Like, any of these guys, Yusuf, Ige, Murphy, Kassir, those guys in that 1050 range, that's where he should be. You know,
1: I, I give him time. I give him Alex Caceres to be honest. I give him Alex Caceres because be Alex Caceres, I think he wins that fight. Alex Caceres is pretty much, and it's no disrespect to Alex, he but he's still kind of like a gatekeeper of the division, you know what I mean? And yeah, he's he still is. really good. So I like that one. Yeah.
0: I, I agree. Uh I, I completely agree. Diego Lopez, I completely forgot he lost that fight after contender to Nate Richardson, and then he's won uh four of his last five. Three of his last four wins are by knockout, so he actually does have hands. When you don't, you don't think of him as a striker. But yeah. nine of his wins are by knockout, twelve by submission, two by decision. So he's a finisher. The more I look at it, it's like why do we ever ever think this fight was going three rounds? Because the guy <laughs> can fucking he can he can finish you. Yeah, I think this fight makes sense. Lopez, the best emo fighter you gotta love you gotta love the hair right like he's got that like <laughs> that uh front he looks like the lead singer of oh my god what's that that band called a, like afi maybe i think that's the band yeah it kind of looks like him <laughs> anyways uh yeah those like early 2000 emo bands peg at the disco that's the other one um right, the, o- the other the play. other
1: day my 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 dad said like this uh the, this teammate of uh sean strickland i said who do you mean he's like the guy's always with him i said oh chris curtis yeah he looks like reese james i was like I look at Reese James is, by the way, a football player from Chelsea. Oh, you should okay. look him up. Look him up, and 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 tell me if you think he looks like him.
0: Um, how do you spell Reece? Reese, R E
1: E C. Okay, I thought it was
0: the other one like that. Reese the key guy. Okay. Reece. The hair. Reese James. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, I say for the prelims we kind of go through and quick because we actually talked uh, quite a bit about the main car, which I think was deserved. By the way. Yeah. Um. Oh, Yeah, by the way, this fight makes sense too. Frevola and uh, Dawson, yeah, that makes it makes sense. And Dawson's out of the rankings now, it's kind of harsh to, for him to lose one man and then get kicked out. But you know, if RDA leaves, that he should take his spot. Anyways, let's mm-hmm. get back to the card. Um, yeah, Steve Burstag beats Alessandro Costa. I don't think a lot to say about this fight, and he looked pretty good, but it was actually a pretty competitive fight, I think. Um, just basically held him against the fence in the last round, I think he took him down. Yeah, he got one takedown last round. Basically, won a control. It wasn't. It wasn't as impressive as his debut, but he's still two zero in the UFC. Any quick thoughts on this one? There's, I don't think a lot to take from this fight.
1: Yeah, Steve Carell against Kun Aguero. Um, yeah, it was a. It was a. Fun, it was a fun fight. I think. I think it was competitive. I think Urzic won two rounds out of three, in my yep. opinion. Um, he did what he had to do, man. He he got he had an interview with us uh, with the US Sport mm-hmm. Discovery Plus, and. Uh, Our uh, guy uh, who was there, knew. he said like it was a great fight to watch. And Ursack was looking at him. he's like, I actually didn't really like it. But thank you. He's like, I I did what I had to do to get the win in the third round. He said Uh, he wasn't happy with the performance. But uh, I mean, a little bit harsh on himself. I think, you know, he got he he won against Dvorak, got in the rankings, was supposed to fight Matt Schnell, could have got a top ten position, you know, had to fight Costa, which I think was a much harder fight probably for him. yeah, good win, man, for Um Interesting fighter to uh, to keep an eye on, I think.
0: I agree. Um, he's he's definitely good. There's no doubt. Oh yeah, this butterfly, that butterfly sweep was beautiful in that in that first fight. Yeah, Ben Wasim is a monster, dude. All right, let's get back to the, the, the other fights. Uh, this one too. Not, I don't. I, I personally, this fight, I think, was just an okay fight. Lupi Codinas defeats Tabitha Richie. They basically like cancel each other out in the grappling, so it was a stand-up fight. We have um, to so talk about is, this. Sure. Someone had mentioned in the chat, first off, that uh, Tabitha wasn't credited with any knockdowns. I think she, I thought she dropped Loopy. I think it was the end of the second round and stole that no, round. First, first round. First round. Yeah. So she, she dropped her at one point and wasn't credited. I, I thought it was. I'd have to look back. It, they might have considered it a slip or she was like off balance, but it looked like a knockdown at the time. Um, I thought Loopy won 29 28. I don't like this 30 27 scorecard for Ricci. You could, I think she can win two rounds, I guess, but um, I, I just, I don't know about this one, man. That that was a weird scorecard. I'm okay with the decision, though. You know, I thought Loopy won two of the three rounds.
1: Yeah. Let's be honest, man. Brian Miner was scored at 30 27. He's just a booty lover, you know? He also scored the first round for Mackenzie Dern against Jessica. Oh, God.
0: That's even worse, though, I think. At least this fight was like. You know it's a shitty kickboxing fight, really. That's what yeah, it was. I, I don't but, think it was that great a fight. I don't know. Also, did you like it really? Did you, did no, you really I like think it,
1: it was a fun? I honestly think it was a fun fight. Okay, I was shouldn't say but, shitty kickboxing, but,
0: but it's not that's a little harsh, but it wasn't my favorite. I, of all the fights in the carmer so this one and the cast and were probably my at least favorite fights. That's just the I, truth, I gotta you know? talk
1: about the second round here because the commentary team was like, Oh, she knocked her down again. What's the fucking knockdown? What are they talking about? Even in the in the in the replay, they were like, Oh, she knocked her down again, and then they're like super upset that one yeah. judge scored it for Ricci and I was like, you you now come by like, you now think like it, it wasn't, you know, for some reason it was yeah. clearly another knockdown that second round, you know, it yeah. was per, per kind of a, a push and a slip at the same yeah. time you know, and you should see that in my opinion
0: yeah.
1: uh, as a commentary team That's I mean, Loopy won mm-hmm. in my opinion, I was really shocked by the 30-27 I was like, what the hell is happening here, you know 29-28 <laughs>
0: yeah oh, bad scorecard, um Matheus Robeski defeats Rosal Roberts yeah. by um, injury. Well, I mean, it really was a submission, right? But he injured him. I, I think it's a legit win though with the armbar, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think I think so, you know. Uh it was pretty quick. He got his back very, very quick. Uh went for the rear naked choke, didn't work, and then he went for the armbar. Um Yeah. And if you look at, listen, man, if you're not watching a lot of MMA and you look at the size difference, you are thinking like, holy shit, this big guy is fighting this uh, this small Polish guy, you know, but (laughs) uh, Robeski is just really good. And I think it was a 16th uh, win back to uh, a consecutive win. Listen, man, Roosevelt Roberts, I think he deserves a second chance in the UFC, but I think this was a bad matchup, you know. And But it's good for him. He's back in the UFC, you know, and sometimes you have to take a fight to get back somewhere, you know, and he's there now. And now we should go try to uh, get a full training camp and uh, start us really second stint in the UFC, I feel.
0: Yeah, he'll get another fight. I know he we missed weight, but, like, I don't think they care. It's sort of notice. Just to give Robeski a fight. Fight of the night, Nazim Sadikov and Slava Borshev draw. I thought it was a great fight. I thought pop looked really good. You know, I thought he mix, mixed it up really well. Obviously, draw Borsha won a 10-8 round. But Slava's is looked great, too. It was just a great fight. Well, draw is fine. What do you think?
1: Would you would you pick this as fight of the night?
0: I... I, I I'm glad that you know what I'm never gonna hate on it the, because they gave us seven bonuses. So yeah, I'm yeah. Never gonna,
1: would would you pick this as fight of the night of all the fights? I would
0: have picked Joshua Van versus Kevin Bouriau. Thank
1: you, brother. Thank you. Yes, me too. Personally. That's why I love you.
0: I, I, yes, they, maybe David didn't watch that fight. He must have yeah, not watched I, it. Yeah, he probably he was with still, Trump and yeah,
1: he was still picking up Trump and Kevin. I don't think
0: here. he watched the fight. I really don't because that fight I thought was the fight of the night. Um, yeah, this was um, a great fight though. Don't get me wrong; it was obviously exciting. You're okay with the draw, assuming. I mean.
1: I mean, I was kind of shocked with how Nazim fought him, you know? I was like, dude, and
0: listen down, man, I'm not a
1: fighter. Take him the fuck down because he yeah. can't stop a takedown. And you saw that he can't stop a takedown. But Brochev was doing more damage in the first and third round. And that's why you won. The second round, it was a 10-8 for me as well, pretty much, you know? So I'm okay with the draw. But I was like, Nazim... I don't know what he makes in the UFC, but maybe he, he made more with that 50k bonus than he did if he got a win. I have no idea. Maybe that's true, you know. You know, you never know. Because he might be on 12 plus 12, 14 plus 14, you know, and now he makes 15k because of the because of the fight of the night. So um, yeah, but uh, I, I feel I feel like uh like I said last week, one of the most easiest picks of the card wasn't one of the most easiest picks because Nazim had a different game plan than I expected, but um yeah, I, I think he if he takes him down, he wins the fight, but yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was, it was a competitive one. Yeah. Jared Gordon knocks out Mark Madsen. He should have got a bonus too, don't you think? Yeah. He got. Why, I, why did he not get a bonus? That's not fair.
1: I have no idea, man. And Jared Gordon, gotta say, Jared Gordon is such a good dude as well. You know, such a humble, nice guy. Came from, uh, I think he he overdosed like years ago. Has uh, clean for years now. Uh, always wants to help everybody. Uh, great win, man, for him in in New York. Uh, meant so much to him. Um, I'm so happy for the dude. You know, he's like a super positive guy. I've interviewed him before as well. Um, Jared Gordon, one of the real good guys in MMA, you know, I, there are a lot of good guys, but he's a real good guy. So I'm really happy for him. And Mark Matson, I think Mark Matson is really on the decline now. You know what I mean? I think he's he's getting older and there's uh, nothing wrong with that, but I think he's on the decline. He didn't look good in his last fight against the Grand Dawson. And in my opinion, he also didn't look good in this one, to be really honest. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's getting cut. I'm pretty sure i remember this guy saying uh, marco what's up man he said gordon was green yeah. he was and actually i i picked gordon and he was i was like me oh too. man he's gonna win as a plus 200 dog i actually ran into him um in vegas back in july so i was we were uh we were waiting for nick and johnny um actually no johnny was there we were waiting for nick <laughs> for dinner it was me uh james um johnny uh, um and what is his name, marcus uh, i think marcus in the chat. we're all waiting at the at the sports book in new york new york and then uh Jared Gordon walked by with uh Jason Stroud, uh, your boy, the coach. The coach and yeah. uh started talking to Jared and uh, you know, I'm like I'm like, dude, you got completely fucked. And I mentioned to him, like, you know, I know like Alex had spoken to you, Alex pahunin a friend of ours, obviously a friend of the show, spoken to him about like just how bad his year's been. Remember Alex was talking about yeah, that? Yeah. like so he was just like, Yeah, it's been a shitty year, and like it's like not fair, man. And like I understand how he feels, like it's it's shitty because he got got that, he had that uh Fight cancelled where he admitted to having a concussion. I think yeah. they're like, Yeah, uh, we can't impressive. fight. Yeah. And then I think Mick Maynard or or Sean Shelby was like pretty pissed off at him. One of the matchmakers was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like Jared though. He's a good guy. But anyways, the funny thing was, um, my friend was there. My friend I, I came came with me from Toronto, and he's like he's a big UFC fan, but not he doesn't know all the fighters like us, right? So I'm like, like I'm dumb, like, hey, man. this is uh, Jared uh, Gordon. He's like, oh, he's like, what's your name? He's like, Jared. I'm like, dude, he's in the UFC. He's like, oh, shit, I had no idea. <laughs> I'm like, this is the guy who fought Patty last year. What are you talking about? <laughs> fucking casual? Yeah, fucking casual there. But no, it was funny. um Yeah, no, he's he's a good fighter, man. Gordon's been around for a while now. He's been uh, UFC since 2017. His record is eight, five, and one no contest. I mean, it's, it's not bad, right? He has good wins over Madsen. Selecki so is a good win. Um, Leo Santos at the time was decent, and then obviously, he should have beaten um, Patty. like he won that fight, you know, so he's a, he's a good Paddy man.
1: But- I had to, one time, Adam, I was at the local show in Belgium, and uh, there was a, two Brazilians were on the car. one was coaching, and the other one was, uh, was fighting, and that coach looked so familiar to me, but I didn't know who he was, but I had an interview, and, and he was st- standing next to me, I was like, dude... I, re- I was like, dude, I really like your coaching, man. I c- can't fucking understand Portuguese. And I really like your coach. He's like, yeah, thank you, brother. Thank you. I said, can I follow you on Instagram? He's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So he shows me. I think his name was Luis Filho. I don't know, but he was Mr. Cage champion. So in Brazil. So I was like, okay, I follow you. He's like, I follow you back. Okay, cool. So I then had to ask him who he was, but he looks so familiar to me. <laughs> it's stupid, you know, <laughs> years, ago. Well, years ago. I
0: completely, I completely agree. Um, Gordon versus Rubeski, Rubeski, Dober. I mean, those fights, Rubeski should be top, should be fighting a top 15 guy. I think him and Dober would be fun. This fight, again, I I, I didn't love this fight. John Castaneda defeats uh, Kongo Kong. You know, he, he looked decent, um, but I, I just, I don't know. Can't, Kong didn't really fight that well. Uh, anything you want to say from this fight? I didn't really care about it that much.
1: Yeah, man, I, I probably was happy for Castaneda's sister that the rotor won. No, I'm just kidding. I, I mean, it was a good fight. I mean, I think John did better than I expected. You know, I think the first... I, I think one round, I thought Kang won, I think, was the first round. He got 30-27, uh, I think, Castaneda. But Castaneda himself said as well that he thought that Kang won the first round. You know, so I thought the same thing. And I think he pulled away in the second and third round. Uh, better cardio, better output, uh, better overall. Deserved for him for Castaneda, man. You yeah. know, so happy for
0: him. Yeah, he's good. Good fighter, too. Four and two in the UFC. Oh, here's my fight, of the night. <laughs> joshua van defeats kevin boris yeah oh yeah boris won the first round look, was looking good and then got tired right and then van really started pouring on 77 significant strikes landed in the second round 59 in the third round 156 significant strikes landed for joshua the fearless man uh from myanmar the first fighter from there he landed 49 punches to the body um the body work was beautiful combinations to the body it was an amazing fight to watch uh boris i think he's really good too you know i think he beats a lot of the other guys in the flyweight division just this was a very hard fight. I think I think Josh Van. I mean, I think the sky's the limit. I think he'll be fighting for a bell one day. I really do. What do you think?
1: Really good, man. Joshua, Josh, Josh Van looked really good in the fight. I think. Uh, I think the first one, Borges looked really good. Borges looked really good. I think he, in my opinion, he won that round. Yeah. But man, Van came back. Beautiful combos to body, body punches, to, to 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 the faces, to the face punches, combos, low, high. Great output, man. Um yeah, I'm impressed by the dude. You know, I wasn't impressed against zalgas I'm impressed against uh, Borges. So, um, yeah, looking forward to what's next for him. I think he deserves a top 15 guy, man. I really think so.
0: Yeah. And, and then, by the way,
1: you kudos know, could, could to the UFC to redo this fight, which yeah. actually was supposed to happen in the Contender Series.
0: Yeah. And then the last fight, Jamal Emers, or the first fight, really. Uh, Jamal Emers knocks out Dennis Bazooka first the first minute. Missed weight, doesn't get a bonus. He would have one otherwise. So that, that was a costly pound that he missed by, but... Uh, I mean, Emmer's is good. We already knew that, right? So I, I hope they give Bazooka one more. Um, because his first time is short notice, but he hasn't looked that good in the UFC, obviously. Uh, but yeah, Emers now three and three. So he he's just five hundred, but I feel like he's better than that, personally. Any thoughts on this fight? Quick yeah, I mean that
1: was, this was a really quick fight, right? Um, I yeah. think Emmer's uh, did really well, and like I like I like I said to you, I think Emmer's is underrated. You know, I think emmer got got screwed against Jenkins. Um, he did want to get Sabatini actually, but he got caught uh, because he went to the ground with Sabatini while he had knocked him down, at, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I like Amherst, I think he's great. Um, or great, he's really he's good, you know what I mean? He, he's very solid, and uh, I was happy yeah. for him. He got the win, you know, definitely after that Jenkins fight where I thought he won, but he didn't get the decision, so yeah,
0: he should have won that fight too. Anyways, uh, yeah. that's that's it for UFC 295. 9 out of 10 for me. I think Marcel said nine and a half. so it was a great card. A couple other thoughts here. We're going to answer a couple, because we're going to start the new podcast in a minute here for uh, UFC Vegas 82, I think. 82, right, Marcel?
1: Yeah, Vegas 82. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on me, hey, Joey? He's in the Discord chat. I mean, I don't have an issue with Joey. We don't see eye-to-eye eye on everything. I mean, he had some you know, he has some um, outlandish takes at points, but like he's been nice to me, so I don't have an issue with him. I don't know about you, Marcel, if you want to add anything, but...
1: Let's let's put it this way. I we never interacted. I don't have a problem with him, but I I don't want to interact with his, with some of his uh, takes. Let's let's. Put
0: yeah, it I mean, like again, you know, uh, the, the thing is, like a lot of his takes are kind of about Landers, but but um, as I mean, we have talked a little bit, like in, in the Discord, and I haven't had an issue with him. And for about example. I, I, Discord, by the way. Yeah. yeah,
1: I really don't like the, the 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 thing that he goes after Jamal Hill on 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 Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's a little
0: little a little yeah odd. Um, and so is Ariel, right? I don't know. Everyone goes after Jamal. It's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, Josh Van Tyson Nam. Yeah, I think Nam did. I think he got released, but that would have been a good fight. But no, Van is Van should get top fifteen now. He's ready. He's ready. Yeah. Like, okay. Let me give a fight for Van. I really like this kid, so I get excited watching him fight, man. He's good. Me too. Me too. Um, like David Dvorak's ranked number 15. Is he, does he have a fight book? David Dvorak, The Undertaker?
1: I don't know, actually. I, I don't think he has. Well, I mean, that's the uh,
0: fight then. Give him a chance to be in the top 15. I think he deserves it, you know? Because, mm-hmm. honestly, I think if he fights – I know Alex, Alex Perez has a lot of experience, but Marcel, I think he could win that fight. He, I think he could beat a match Now I think he could beat those guys. But you kind of have to work your way up. He needs to get at least one more win before he gets one of those you know, lead guys. Or not lead, but, you know, top 10. Uh, it looks like Connor won't be headlining two threes three, in 300. Really? He said that? I thought Conor and, and, and Chandler. Yeah,
1: was... Uh, Kavanaugh was at the MMA hour, and he said like that uh, they were pushing for UFC 300 or whatever, um, or no, for UFC yeah for UFC 300. But it's more likely that he fights in the in the summer. So I think they probably put him an in international really? fight. Yeah.
0: Right? When is Chandler gonna fight again? Jesus.
1: Probably never.
0: Who's dropped off the most? Mackenzie Durham. I mean, that question's easy to answer. You know, she went from like, you know, a really good, up and coming. Future contender. To, I just think she got so exposed in this fight. I don't know how she's going to bounce back from it. Can she? I don't think so. You think?
1: This is the third time, pretty much, you know, yeah. that she got a shot at top five and that she didn't show up. In my opinion, and this was probably the worst showing. So, the other yeah.
0: fights with the yawn and was it Marina Rodriguez? They were like competitive. This one was just it was a blowout. You know, it was a fucking yeah. blowout. Also, out. you think of Prayer and Ades- Oh yeah, Prayer and Sonya. Um, they could do that fight at three hundred. That's another fight. I don't mind this fight. We were asking about who should fight next. I mean, really, it should be Hill. But if Hill's going to be out for a while, then you know, I think As Sonya Prayer does make sense at two hundred five. I think it makes sense. You know, the trilogy in the UFC. I don't really care if they fought. You know, was they fought what three times in kickboxing or twice? Was it mm-hmm. twice? Uh, two times,
1: three, two times. Yeah, two times. Two
0: times. Yeah. Yes, the Roy and Almeida got canceled, which sucks because I actually liked Almeida. He was an underdog, and I thought he was gonna win. You make it, you believe it. Went through. Uh, either Vander Boris wouldn't be in the UFC. Oh yeah, it's true with the contender series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 seeing Dana's talk about Marcel's crush, Amy Kaplan, and stop fighting. Yeah, his, his uh, yeah. Well, she, you know, hey, she's found her niche with the stop fighting. You know, I. <laughs> I don't have. I, again, I don't have an issue with Amy personally. I, again do I do I you know agree with some of her coverage all the time? No, but I think Dana, you know, he's like, hey, she made a ton of like views off that TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I've never used TikTok. Do you have TikTok?
1: I have, but I never use it.
0: I've literally never used it. I've never used it. I've seen some of the videos that people post on, on on Twitter after or YouTube. I've never used TikTok. So for me it's like I don't even know how it works. What does a million views mean? Is that someone just scrolling their feed and accounts? Like I don't know. I don't know, dude. I,
1: I never posted something on TikTok. I have it, yeah. but I never posted something on it.
0: I do know that you can, you know, become popular on there and make money, though, so I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying sign collectibles. I know, I know. With the Jones not fighting on it. Didn't see Dane talking about Talia Silva. <laughs> Talia's actually got a fight coming up, guys. I think Marcel uh, Yeah, I know the
1: fight, but I don't know the date, and well, I wasn't going to break
0: it At some point, you know? <laughs> Stever, he didn't look very good in that fight, honestly. He won, but it wasn't that impressive. Look at this, Connor Chandler. Just is it ever going to happen? Loopy long fight win streak. Does she face off? five? <sighs> she's number. Let's see her Loopy Godinez right now, thirteen. She beat number ten. Yeah, she could fight someone. Does Marina Rodriguez have a fight book? I don't think so. That's the fight to make. That's the one. And Marina looked incredible against Watterson. Mm-hmm. So you know she'll be fighting a good version of her. I think that's the fight, Marcel. That would be good. You know, you know, I think that's the fight. It just makes sense. Number eight, you give her that step up. She's ten, eight, eight versus ten, um, makes sense. Third saw Blanchfield, draw and draw Eight could do that too. I mean, that's the thing. Andrade's striking in that fight did not look very good, and I, and and then the grappling looked bad in all the fights. So I just never saw it coming. I I honestly never saw it coming or saw it like this. You know. All right, I think that's good though, guys, for this card, You'll see 295. It's in the books now. Great card, great event. Marcel, let's end this podcast. We're going to start a new podcast here in just a minute, guys. I'm looking forward to, to talking about uh, UFC uh, Vegas AEQ with you guys. So hope everyone will join us in just a minute here. I'll uh, tweet it out and uh, join us in about you know two or three minutes here, guys. Talk to you guys soon.